Today is Friday, January 29th, and you're listening to the morning announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. The GameStop drama continued yesterday, ultimately taking a turn that angered many retail investors, aka the people who individually trade and invest via apps like Robinhood and other brokerage accounts. On Wednesday, the value of GameStop increased by $10 billion before Thursday morning when Robinhood shut off their users' ability to buy GameStop shares, along with seven other companies that users were rapidly buying based off of information on the Wall Street Bets forum. GameStop's share price fell by over 40% on Thursday as a result of Robinhood's policy. The reason this was kind of a fucked up move on the part of Robinhood is that while they cut off access to trading for their customers, who are mostly normal people without ties to financial institutions, larger financial institutions such as hedge funds were still able to trade GameStop stock. This left Robinhood users, more than half of whom own some amount of GameStop stock at this point, with only the option to sell the stock as the value of their investments were plummeting. You might be wondering why this is unfair when the value is inflated anyway. While it's true that the value was inflated, it left individual people with the losses, and unlike a financial institution, they have no bigger firms who can just come along to bail them out, which is what happened when Melvin Capital Management lost its entire investment. Speaking of said bailout, there is a sketchy connection worth pointing out. One of the companies that owns a portion of Robinhood is a firm called Citadel, and you may or may not be surprised to hear that Citadel was one of the firms that helped to bail out Melvin Capital Management when their short position in GameStop failed. If that sounds like market manipulation, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm pretty sure you'd be right. And also, why does it feel like the guys who own Robinhood have no actual clue what the original Robinhood tagline was? Another day, another outrage over Marjorie Taylor Greene. Remember yesterday when we talked about how Green was recorded harassing Parkland student David Hogg in 2019? Well, this very same Marjorie, who harasses teenage survivors in her spare time, has been assigned to the Education Committee in the House of Representatives. She was assigned to the committee by Republicans, of course, who have the power to make their own committee assignments. Pelosi and the Democrats blasted Republicans for her placement on the committee. So I'm just going to mentally prepare for the day she introduces a bill requiring every student to bring a Glock to school. Also yesterday, Marjorie deleted dozens of Facebook posts from 2018 to 2019 off her page. It's like this bitch has never heard of screenshots before. While we're on the topic of Republican supplicants, Kevin McCarthy took a business trip to Mar-a-Lago yesterday to meet with a Florida man and released a statement after his visit saying that Trump is committed to helping elect Republicans in the midterms in 2022. So thank you for letting us know what we have to look forward to, Kevin. Lastly, we have an update on coronavirus to take you into your weekend. With the prevalence of the more contagious COVID strains on the rise, experts are urging Americans to start wearing two masks. They're either recommending wearing a fabric mask on top of a surgical mask or to buy KN95 or N95 masks now that there is more supply available than last spring and still wearing a fabric mask on top of those. Regarding the more contagious strains, two cases of the South Africa strain, which is considered to potentially be the most worrisome new variant, were found in South Carolina in individuals with no travel history. And while there isn't data that the South Africa variant is more deadly on its own, scientists suspect that it is more transmissible, which would boost the infection rate and increase hospitalizations. This strain is also possibly less susceptible to the vaccines, so pharma companies have begun working on a potential booster shot that would work to combat it. Can we just end this already? I want to go outside. 
Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast, we have our first ever piece of morning announcements merch for sale. Our Now You Know What the Fuck Is Going On mug is available at shopbetches.com under the sub collection. And we have some exciting news. Starting today, we are launching the companion show to the morning announcements known as the Afternoon Tea, where I'll be sitting down with some of the most interesting people in politics and media to chat about the things we care about most. You can find each new episode of the Afternoon Tea in the Betches Sup podcast feed. So be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen and stay tuned for a quick teaser from our first interview with Liz Plank out today. Until Monday, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. We saw Kamala Harris sworn in to the highest position a woman, and especially a woman of color, has ever filled in American politics, which, you know, her being the VP and her husband being the second gentleman. What do you think this will do for the perception of women in power, for children who are watching this, and also for men who are watching this? This is a really big deal that there's a woman of color in the White House who is the main character and the white man is supporting her. Like, we just do not see that. This is really extraordinary. And, and I think really historical where we're going to be seeing as men being like, F this, like macho, invulnerable masculinity that doesn't wear masks. Like, I think men are like, this does not represent me. And my gender is actually better than this. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I think this is such a historical moment for both women and men. Betches.